do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! With six tenths of a second remaining! Welcome to Downtown Park. Your one-stop shop for NBA recaps, breaking news, and previews. Follow and retweet twitter.com slash downtownpod. Like and share facebook.com slash downtownpod. Email your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, and questions to downtownpodhoops at gmail.com. Downtown Pod, now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. What it do, baby? It's Jack dialing it in from way downtown. Welcome back to Downtown Pod. Find us on Twitter and Facebook at Downtown Pod. Email your thoughts, ideas, questions, and suggestions. Downtownpodhoops at gmail.com. Thank you to all our brand new followers, likers, subscribers, and also our retweeters and friends on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our main podcast hosting site, Red Circle. Thank you, Red Circle. Check us out. Have a listen to all our podcasts. We are about eight or nine deep now, and we are bringing you lots of content for your ears and for your basketball-loving pleasure. A tiny slate of games in the NBA today. Two games, Clips and Mavs and Wiz and Nuggets as we launch into Thanksgiving hoops later in the week in the States. On today's show, we'll bring you the highlights from yesterday. Thanks to the Render NBA on YouTube and Twitter. Check it out. Those audio highlights coming up for you very soon. Plus, game recaps from the two games of the NBA, all the breaking news, and we might even get to some correspondence. That's all coming up on Downtown Pod. Let's hit play on yesterday's NBA audio highlights. Thanks to the Render NBA at YouTube and Twitter. Roll tape. Ah, yesterday. What a game. What a dunk. What a play. If you missed any of the games from yesterday's NBA, you might be out of the loop. Well, don't worry, because it's time to check in with the Render NBA on YouTube and Twitter. If you missed the pod yesterday at Downtown Pod, well, we've got your back, because Downtown Pod is the pod of the people. So time to sit back, relax, refocus, and enjoy yesterday's big slate of NBA highlights with the Render NBA Daily Highlights on Downtown Pod. Roll tape. Downtown! And Delavadova's got it. Uh-oh. Porter. Uh-oh. 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 Skywalker, Kevin Porter. That the guy on his right was a better shooter. And that, that's what helps you win games. Oh, yeah, a little show and go by McCollum this year. Checking in for the Pacers, number seven, Melvin Brockton. For Aaron Holliday. McConnell scoring his first basket. And Malcolm Brogdon has re-entered for in. Shot of Sexton. Dinwiddie to Harris. Extra fee. Oh, Jared Allen. A major rack attack. 
50 to 46, Brooklyn. And Allen now with six points. Osman the stop and go. And he got Allen to commit foul call. Doesn't it feel like Brooklyn is up a little bit more? Yes. And, 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 and watch this double block. Great pass by Tristan Thompson. But sometimes when you're the big, when you're the little guy going into those trees, they're tough. And a great pass, extra pass by Joey. Look at this, just no look, and then look, trying to go over Tristan Thompson has no no easy tax. That was an impressive finish by the big. Look at this pass. As soon as it's in his hands, boom. And let me ask you a question. So you're righty or lefty? John Morant remains down. Want to make sure that he's okay before they move him, and you'll see right there. He lands against the knee of a cameraman right between the shoulder blades. Hmm. He is gingerly getting up on that end of the floor. Obviously, we would not even deign to speculate on what might be wrong. Oh, goes to his bag of tricks. Oh, I'm so sorry, Trevion Gray. Time and a groin injury, but Serge Ibaka out. His playing time has surged, and he's making an impact here off the bench. As Simmons goes to the goal. We have a whistle. Exactly what happened there, Ben and Joe in the two-man game, and inadvertently gets a piece of Hollis Jefferson. A coach's challenge. That right there, that left hand that got a piece of Hollis Jefferson. That's innocuous. I mean, he's not even in the play. Ben doesn't even see him. I don't know about that. But again, the way the game is being called nowadays, who knows? Might take him outside and really punish And they just announced that the coach's challenge is successful, so no timeout to be charged to Toronto. Anthony Towns. Trey Young, a nice behind the back pass right on cue. Alex Len approves. Fultz blows past Galloway and hammers it home. On the drive. How about this quick move here? Andre Drummond. Not going to be one of his blocks tonight. Early candidate for flight of the game right here, Davis Steele. Oh, yeah. Contact on that. Simmons to the cutting. Harris denied. Pascal Van Vliet finds Hollis Jefferson. What a game. Yeah, this is a fun game. I like the tempo. 76 74, 131 to go in the third. Fred. Richardson on him, spinning. Oh! Wheeling, dealing, finishing. Wow. Rockford's finest. Wow. That Eight was, in the quarter. That was pretty. Scott with Davis there. 
Siakam on Horford. Horford trying to get a little bit of breathing room. Backing in, double comes in the corner. Richardson lets it fly. Ooh. Wow, tough shot. Yeah, right at the end of the buzzer, and he had a couple of four-game losing streaks in this month, including their current four-game skill. Butler with a backdoor cut and feed for a crushing dunk by Leonard and a foul. Play of the game. Yeah, you're not kidding. Jimmy just laying this one out after drawing two, and here comes the hammer by Big Thor right there. Look at that. Especially anywhere around Allen because Allen has killed us with second chance shots after the penetration tonight. Six seconds remain. Joe Harris will be the trigger man. Barton stands right in front of him. And it goes to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie goes to work. Long two. The Cavs are out of timeouts. They have to go 94 feet and 1.6 seconds. You see, he should have... Absolutely furious and has a right to be. Did not touch. Terrence Davis did not touch Josh Richardson. Watch this. Right there, yep. the left hand, nothing, nothing. And see, see the follow through? Richardson was trying to hit Davis on the follow through. The basketball gods are speaking and loudly. I think I've seen Nick this furious. Gasol with a rebound and a foul. Stotts is great about remembering everybody's. I mean, it's everybody's. It's, a, it's incredible. Outside, Damian knocks down a triple. Fade. 23-12 run for the Blazers. To take the lead here to the timeout of 13, equaling their largest lead of the night in the Windy City. Here's a skip pass. There's Heels. Wow. 11 threes for Buddy Heels.
took place. Here's Watch another look. This. Here's the pick. Off he goes. <laughs> Give me a break, will you? Rising to their feet. Siakam spinning double comes. Sold out crowd on their feet, rising to their feet. Siakam spinning double comes. You think this guy's afraid of the moment? He loves the moment. Pascal Siakam spinning, getting the contact, maintaining his composure, and finishing. That's just a big-time play right there. Here's by one. 14 seconds. Siakam, what a play at the other end. Not giving up on it. Six. Richardson, five of nine from three. Horford can shoot the three. Harris turns, rises up, doesn't go. Simmons gets it back, fires it. Gasol to Siakam. Two-handed slam. Pascal at the buzzer. Screen, they switch it, marking it out on him. Playing his own right now. <laughs> and Alive will use Heald as a uh, a decoy. They do get it in. Bogdanovich takes it. No rebound bad enough. Out of bounds. Ball game. Celtics win. From downtown at the third three for Royce O'Neal. Five minutes left. The more confident you get, I don't care who you are. This is Chicago to have to switch. The three, look at Dame. Dame's on. Dame, <laughs> fingers to the hand. <laughs> for the win. 13, plenty of time. The Jazz spread the floor. Here we go. Donovan. Bogdanovich won this game and Salt Lake blocked. Lopez took it and blocked it. Hold on. We got a foul. Zach Zarba just jumped in and you could hear the whistle. Good defense by Tatum as Barnes wants to shoot that. There's a skip pass. There's Heels. Wow. 11 threes for Buddy Heels. <laughs> He's got 41 points. Smart. Brown, Heels defending. Brown across the lane. Follow.
uh, he's really getting in the paint, and uh, he can find the bottom. Neal comes out. He figured he was going to set a screen, and he went the other way. Bogdanovich in trouble. Joseph bails him out. Tied at 99. The bench is going crazy over there on the Sacramento side. Williams. Smart. Step away, Marcus. Yeah! 101.99. Under a minute. we go in this one. We've got 31 seconds to go. Uh, here's Bogdanovich. Finds a little blue sky and he's a terrific shooter. Watch Marcus on this one. Big play by Marcus. I mean, he's showing why the Celtics drafted him this last four minutes of this game. On every aspect of the game, He's producing. All right, Joseph is going to inbound off to our left. A full 24 seconds on the clock. 31. Do you go for a quick point here, Tom, to get two shots? Or... Well, you're trying to get a good shot. Oh, a pick! Smart! <laughs> Celtics ball. He blocked it clean. Let's see. Oh, he hit him right on the arm. Come on. Here's Watch another look. This. Here's the pick. Off he goes. <laughs> Give me a break, will you? All right. Smart's going to inbound the ball. Tatum pulls it back out. He's got Barnes on him defensively. Someone's going to come out and give Tatum a screen. Stevens has seen enough. He takes a timeout. Boston's going to have nine seconds to come up with something. Stevens right, has one timeout left. So... Try to get it in, and there goes the last Celtic timeout off the board. We'll take it two. Right, team has one timeout left. So, want to make it? Try to get it in, and there goes the last Celtic timeout off the board. We'll take it too. We'll have Bogdanovich, Holmes, Heald, Barnes, and Joseph on the floor. The Celts counter with 
Smart, Tatum, Brown, Wanamaker, and Williams. Well, they're playing the zone right now. <clears throat> and Eli will use Heald as a, uh, a decoy. They do get it in. Bogdanovich takes it. No rebound batted up. Out of bounds. Ball game. Celtics win. Sacramento Kings have lost 12 straight times they have played here in the city of Boston. But they don't hang their heads tonight. They put up a heck of a battle. There's the last attempt by Bogdanovich. It goes awry and slapped around a little bit. And time expires. And the Celtics come back home from their West Coast trip and avenge the loss to Sacramento. Way to their eighth straight win and their 15th of the season. Anthony Davis gets his second block. And AD. Brenda glares down at the other end. Brent Forbes thought, I have an easy one here. AD, it'll be fun to watch. The reaction, how he plays, everything coming up on Wednesday night. Right here on Spectrum Sportsnet against the Pellies. LeBron, ooh, air ball. And LeBron says, I'm out. <laughs> Another look at LeBron with the assist and AD with the finish. And then AD on the other end. Brooklyn Furph says, I got an easy one. And oh, no. Love it. Not, not with uh, Anthony Davis on the floor. Nothing easy in the paint. And uh, offensively, A.D., the last nine points for the Lakers. So both he and LeBron hit. Made a match. <laughs> no, I like that. What's the best part of his game? He's not going to do anything crazy. <laughs> this is the second free throw after Mitchell still drew the defense in and kicked it back out. That was a beautiful pass. Going to John Pickens and not able to convert. Chris Paul getting booed right now? They don't like Chris Paul. Side revenge. They're staying with the roller, but he's getting crafty with it. He stabs at the ball handler and almost takes him into throwing the long pass and then picks it off. This time the roller. You got a stagger screen. Got Chris Paul directing traffic. Kruger, a good look from three. Battle it out. So maybe tonight's the night the Thunder donate all the triples. And Jordan Poole will draw the fouls. Chris Paul knocked him down. Rears are working on defense right now. It's right now. Chris Paul has a big man on him, but he said, get out of the way. Ooh. He ready to help. Shot clock down to five. Crosses him over, and Chris sends it away. Basically didn't realize it. That's a 24-second violation. Well, just to hit iron. And Chris Paul hits a three. Chris Paul. Downtown. Dallas and LA in Dallas, a big matchup of two of the form teams in the NBA. The Clippers on the road got a 15-point win behind a massive first-half effort, which saw them lead by a total of 16 points at halftime. They won 114-99. to On their three-pointers, they were all the same tonight, 11 from downtown. 
but it was the rebounds and the assists that got the game won for the Clippers, out-rebounding the Mavs by 10 and out-assisting by 6. On the box score, let's dive deep into the stats, then other pods will tell you and will take you. Lee Williams had 21 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, while Paul George had 26, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, but 6 massive steals at clutch times, most of those off Luka Doncic turnovers. Kawhi had 28 points, 8 rebounds and 4 assists with 1 big steal, and Montrez Harrell contributed again with 12 points, 7 rebounds, 1 assist and 1 steal. Big off the bench was Avicca Zubac, 11 points and 7 boards the big fella. Roddy Magruder had 4 points and 5 rebounds, while Robinson poured in 2 points and 2 rebounds, and Mo Harkless had 2 points and 6 rebounds, with 2 steals and 2 assists. For the Mavs, it was Luka Doncic once again at his best. However, he was kept really well stifled by this Clippers defense. Had 22 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and 3 steals. Kristaps Porzingis once again double-doubled, but had a 15-point, 10-rebound effort, and Dwight Powell had 10 points and 3 rebounds. For the starters, that was it for the Mavs. The bench unit wasn't too bad. Steph Curry had 13 points, 2 boards. JJ Barea got some time off the bench, and the Mavs were down 20 to prove his worth. Had 12 points and 2 rebounds. That was it for the Mavs as they were outclassed by a better defensive unit. The Clippers used several defenders to end Doncic's franchise record streak of four games with at least 30 points and 10 assists, knocking the Phenom to the floor early on a 4 of 14 shooting night. Chris Dapps wasn't that much better either, and he said they're looking to win a championship. They played like it was a playoff game. We need to show that same aggressiveness and intensity if we want to make the playoffs and compete. The other expected title contenders from LA offered a dose of reality to the team, looking to end a three-season run without reaching the playoffs. Some tip-ins for you, and Montrez Harrell scored 12 points two nights after tying his career high with 34 against New Orleans to help end a sweep of a five-game homestand. Kawhi had a team high, tying eight rebounds. Williams had six rebounds and six assists. For the Mavs, though, it was Luka Doncic who had seven turnovers. He has now six games with at least six turnovers this season. The Mavericks had 20 total, two off their season high, and with the amount of turnovers piling up like that, they were never going to beat this stylish and NBA favorite LA team. The Clips led by double digits most of the last three quarters, peaking at a 24-point lead with three minutes to go in the game. George put LA in front for good with a three-pointer for a 23-21 lead with 4.25 left in the first quarter. And that was it for the rest of the night. Up next for both teams, the Clips are at Memphis to finish their fourth back-to-back -back of the season tomorrow night. It's the second road game in a stretch with seven of nine away from home. The Mavs head to the desert and play Phoenix on Friday to start their second three-game road trip of this season. The Clippers, though, 114. The Mavs, 99. A big, solid 15-point win away from home in Dallas for the Clips. Downtown. Nuggets, 117. Wiz, 104. Nuggets, big 13-point win at home against the Washington team, who are an offensive juggernaut. The Nuggets' defense came up big in this game. They only allow 101.7 points per season, and the Wizards only could score 104 as they average 119 points scored all season long. Diving deep into the game stats, it was a two-point advantage for Denver at quarter time, but behind the 39-24 second quarter, they led by a total of 17 points at the half, and that was enough to hold off the Wiz. 
For the Wiz, it was Mo Wagner had 14 points, two boards and three assists with bulk minutes off the bench. Jordan McRae had 21 points and four boards and three assists for his season-high tally. Bradley Bill only had 14 points, four rebounds and six assists. He was well stifled from the three-point line. The Denver Nuggets ran at him all night, had two for ten from three-point land. Brown Jr. had 12. Bryant had 10 points, eight rebounds. Batans had 14 points and five rebounds. Three of eight from downtown and five of seven from the free-throw line. The rookie... Hashimura had seven points and four rebounds. For the Nugs, it was uh, a big night for Jeremy Grant. He had 20 points and four rebounds. Nikola Jokic poured in 20 boards and eight points with five assists, meaning he needs to improve. And if he improves, this Denver team will become even scarier. Jamal Murray and Harris combined for 27 points in total, with Murray having 16 points and three steals, and Harris having 11 points and four rebounds. Tobias shot 4 of 11 from the field, and if he improves, there's even more room for this Nuggets team to get better and better. A scary sight for all competitors in the NBA. It was one of those nights that was never in doubt for this Denver team, even though a bit of a sluggish first quarter. Harris's teammates are campaigning for him to be on the NBA's all-defensive team. He held Washington guard Bradley Bill to his season-low 14 points, while Jokic had a season-high 20 rebounds, and Jeremy Grant added a season-best 20 points to lead a game full of season-bests. Jokic had one rebound shy of his career-best, and has eight points in Denver's sixth straight win. Bill was the Wizards' leading scorer coming into this match, averaging 29.6 points, and he failed to score 20 points for the first time this season. Anytime you can manage the best player on the other team, you start with that, Mason Plumley said after the game. Brad Bill was a heck of the player. He didn't get 20 or 30. We were always locked in on him. It's a familiar theme with the Nuggets face an elite guard. Houston's James Harden only scored 27, 10 below his average, and Devin Booker of the Suns had just 12 when the Suns were in Denver on Sunday night. Denver held one of the NBA's most prolific offenses to its second fewest point total of this season. It required 35 points in the fourth to reach 100 this time. If the Wizards scored below 100, perhaps the whole franchise would blow up. Who knows? But it was McRae who had his best night for the Washington Wizards tonight, but it wasn't enough. For the Wiz, guard Isaiah Thomas had warm applause from the crowd when he announced as a starter. He played 12 games with the Nuggets in an injury-affected season last year. For the Nugs, their last home win against the Wiz was way back in 2016, believe it or not. Denver outscored the Wizards by 24 points in the fourth quarter to win by 16 on that occasion. The Nugs weren't called for a foul in the first quarter, and they picked up six in the first 246 of the second quarter. Malik Beasley scored 11 points off the bench on his 23rd birthday. Up next for the Wiz, they look to improve their road record. It's at 2-6 and six away from home right now. They're at Phoenix on Wednesday nights. While for the Nuggets, they're at Sacramento on Saturday. It's a big win for Nuggets at home, 117-104, as they roll on and improve their record to 13 wins and 3 losses, 8-2 and two at home. Nuggets by 13. Downtown! Breaking NBA news on Downtown Pod, brought to you by a collection of the best NBA news sites. Downtown! The Spurs have been woeful this season, and are they about to make some groundbreaking moves? DeJounte Murray has cleared out his Instagram with any notice of any Spurs accounts and following. And DeMar DeRozan has cleared his Instagram account. 
It might not sound like much, but the last time and the only time in history of him being an NBA player did DeRozan clear his entire Instagram account was when he was traded from the Toronto Raptors for Kawhi Leonard. Could this mean and signify that DeRozan is on the move? There have been rumors linking him with Orlando, Portland, and even a return to Toronto. Keep it locked on Downtown Pod for all your latest DeRozan and DeJounte Murray move and trade speculation. We'll have it all for you first. Breaking news on Downtown Pod. Let's get straight into it. Danny Ainge discusses lessons learned from 2018-19 Celtics. GM of the Boston Celtics, Danny Ainge, wishes he would have made more changes. In hindsight, we should have cleaned out the roster a bit more to make it easier for coach Brad Stevens and make it more joyful for him to coach. Kyrie Irving and Gordon Haywood rejoining a young squad that had just reached the Eastern Conference Finals caused a disruption of sorts within the organisation. Younger players felt like they had already accomplished more than they had, and reinserting the veterans into the rotation, giving both top roles, caused a riff. Ainge said that he didn't make any major trades because the team got off to a nice start, winning 37 games prior to the All-Star break. This year, Celtics are again off to a hot start, winning 12 of its first 16 games. However, he is happy with Kemba in the rotation, Kari Irving gone, and the added depth that the team now has, with Brad Wanamaker and Semi Ojale and Daniel Teese all gaining regular minutes and starting roles. Good news for Milwaukee fans and the Bucks. Chris Middleton said he'll return to action on Wednesday for a home game against Atlanta, the team's PR department have tweeted. This comes as a bit of a surprise, even though coach Mike Budenholzer indicated that Middleton might be ahead of his projected timetable to return from his left thigh contusion. Chris was expected to miss three to four weeks after suffering the injury on the 10th of November. This would make the return roughly about three weeks. He has gone through contact work in practice and played in a five-on-five scrimmage in recent days. The 28-year-old veteran and all-star is averaging 18.5 points, 5.7 rebounds, and 2.9 assists per game after posting averages of 18.3, 6, and 4.3 in the same categories last season. Former Nugget and Nick, and now Blazer, Carmelo Anthony has made an impact since joining the Portland Trailblazers, and he insists it is not a farewell tour, he told the Athletics' Shams Charania. Anthony signed a one-year non-guaranteed contract with Portland this month after starting power forward Zach Collins suffered a major shoulder injury. Anthony, at 35 years of age, is averaging 16 points, 5.3 boards and 1.8 assists in his four games so far with the Blazers. He scored 25 points in a win over Chicago on Monday. Anthony's last in the NBA was with the Houston Rockets last season, and that lasted just 10 games. He and his reps have been lobbying to get him back in the association this season before the Portland opportunity came along. He plans to play beyond this season, though, and he has not contemplated retiring, although he did when his phone didn't ring. This ain't a damn farewell tour, Anthony told Shams. My love for the game don't stop. I don't know where this farewell tour thing came from. I've never talked about a farewell tour. I know what I can do, and I believe. Last night's matchup between the Sixers and the Raptors highlighted the growing influence Africa is having on the NBA, thanks to Jeff Zilgit of USA Today. Joel Embiid and Pascal Siakam both hail from Cameroon and were found through basketball without borders. 
Zilgit notes that 12 African players made opening night rosters and nearly 10% of the league has at least one parent who was born there, including current and reigning MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. The NBA will continue to expand its outreach into the continent with the Basketball Africa League scheduled to begin in March. Kyrie Irving didn't officially leave Boston till July, but he began to withdraw from his teammates long before then, Marcus Smart has told Jay King of The Athletic. Smart offers a look inside what was frequently portrayed as a dysfunctional locker room with no real evidence to back up those claims. It's not that we didn't know how to act around him, Smart said. It's that we didn't know how he was going to act at certain times. We didn't know what his moods were, and we didn't know what Kyrie was going through. And that made it tough on us, because if somebody's going through something in their life and you're not too sure what it is, it's kind of hard to see what's wrong with him and hard to provide some help. Nothing against Kyrie. It's a defense mechanism as a human being you have. And he wasn't here long enough to really be able to open up the way he probably wanted and needed to. Smart's comments come before Irving and the Nets are scheduled to make their first trip of the season to Boston tomorrow night. However, Irving is currently sidelined with a shoulder infringement and won't play, and may not even be in the building. Injury updates the Orlando Magic and Magic Center Nikola Vucevic said his right ankle sprain is not as severe as originally feared when he suffered the injury on Wednesday. However, he also has a bone bruise that will take some time to heal. He hasn't been able to do any kind of moving or running. Vucevic is still expected to miss a minimum of four weeks. For the Heat, Justice Winslow has been sidelined most of the month with a concussion, but he's closer to returning, thanks to Ira Winderman of the South Florida Sun Sentinel. The Heat's point forward is expected to practice on Tuesday. Winslow hasn't played since the 5th of November. He suffered a brain injury in a collision with Nuggets forward Paul Millsap. Phoenix Suns centre DeAndre Ayton is making good use of his time while serving out his 25-game suspension, Gina Mazzell of The Athletic reports. He has been working out with the team and taking part in meetings and film sessions. Coach Monty Williams has noticed Ayton's added muscle through weight room sessions with the strength and conditioning staff. It's a really good time for him to grow, Monty said, not as a basketball player per se, but to reflect on a number of things. And it's a great time for us to put our arms around him and show him that we are family. Through Aiton's absence, the Suns have been able to blood Australian centre Aaron Baines. Former Lakers guard Josh Hart called some of his ex-teammates and front office members to apologise for comments he made in a podcast this summer after being traded to the Pelicans from LA. The incident took place in the video version of his September 6th podcast called Lighthearted that included Alonzo Ball, who was also part of the deal that sent AD to LA. Ball was talking about a trip to Lithuania to visit his brothers when they were playing there and called the country very depressing. I wouldn't do it again, he said. It's hella gloomy. Nobody smiles. It's like everyone just hates that they're there. I'm like, damn, I had to get out of there, bro. Hart then continued. Sounds like LA and uh, no, I'm not talking about the city. When the producer promised to edit that part out, Hart laughs and said, I was going to say the Lakers organization. He later went on social media to explain that he was upset that the Lakers didn't give him prior notice that he was about to be traded to New Orleans. He learned about the deal on social media during taping for another podcast. Cleveland Cavaliers forward Tristan Thompson has told Cleveland.com reporter Chris Fedor on Monday that he believes Kyrie Irving's jersey will be retired in Cleveland. 
Irving averaged 21.6 points, 3.4 rebounds and 5.5 assists per game in his six-year stint with the Cavs and racked up numerous accolades, including five trips to the All-Star game. But it's the championship ring he helped bring to Cleveland alongside LeBron James that sticks out to Thompson. That banner right there, pointing at the championship banner, that's what he means to the franchise, he said. Being number one pick came in with a lot of expectations and he surpassed them all. Being an all-star, all-star game MVP, world championship gold medalist, Olympic gold medalist, made a crucial step back from the right wing in game seven, rookie of the year, it's a lot, and he did it all in a Cavs uniform. Will Thompson's prediction come true? Only time will tell. Too often this season, the Bulls forward Larry Markkinen has been relegated to being solely a stationary three-point shooter. And too often, Markkinen is missing the open shots he does get. Through 18 games, the Finn is averaging 13.6 points, a whopping 5.1 points per game less than last season. On a career low, 35.6% shooting, including 28.3% shooting from three-point range. His rebounding average is a career low, and his turnover average is a career high. I've had difficult times my first two years as well, Markkinen told NBC Sports Chicago, so I wouldn't say it's my first experience in a challenging situation. But you always come through these. I'm staying positive, staying confident, keep working, and take what the defense gives me, get to my spots. It's pretty much all I can do. The Bulls have an upcoming three-game road trip and Markkinen believes that he can get his form back and help the team bond before pushing, perhaps, for a playoff spot in the back two-thirds of this NBA season. That's it, we're done. One more ep of Downtown Pod in the can for your ears and your listening pleasure. As always, tell your mates, tell your family to come downtown with us. We are your one-stop NBA podcast shop with all the game recaps, all the highlights of the previous day in case you missed any of the action in the NBA and the breaking news that you won't hear anywhere else. We delve into the box scores and bring you all you need for your NBA fandom. Of course, as always, hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at Downtown Pod. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, ideas, and questions. Downtownpodhoops at gmail.com. Thanks to our brand new followers, likers, retweeters, and subscribers. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our main podcast hosting site, Red Circle. Thank you, Red Circle. Tomorrow, it is a packed slate of NBA games. Nets, Celtics, Pistons, Hornets, Magic, Cavs, Jazz Pacers, Kings 76ers, Knicks Raptors, Heat Rockets, Clippers Grizzlies, Hawks Bucks, Timberwolves Spurs, Wizards Suns, Lakers Pelicans, Thunder Blazers, and Bulls Warriors. It is Thanksgiving basketball in the States, and all the NBA teams are in action. That means a jam-packed downtown pod. Don't miss a second of tomorrow's pod. It is going to be huge. Again, that's it. We're out of here. As always, I'm Jack. Keep it easy. Downtown.